another world, another time in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Uh, don't move. Don't move? Where would I go? Quiet! Here's your host, Philip Mitchell. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone, your vital essence for all things Dark Crystal. If you're new to the show, just want to say thanks for joining in as we're in a very exciting time uh, for all things Dark Crystal as we uh, continue to anticipate the launch of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, the new um, Netflix series, uh, which is due to come out sometime in 2019. We haven't had a release date yet, um, but all signs are sort of pointing towards 2019. So I know it's like still got to wait for another whole year for um, for this show to be released, uh, but I totally think it'll be uh, worth it. And so, you know, for this year, you know, that even though we're still just waiting for the show, uh, there's a lot to look forward to as we continue on uh, with podcasting about the Dark Crystal and all the uh, news and special events that are happening and and as well as with a lot that's going on at the moment. Um, you know, As of this recording, uh, we're g- getting a 4K uh, Blu-ray release that's happening in March, uh, which is sort of going to come from the, the two-day screenings um, of the film that is happening going to happen in the US around February so that's through Fathom events so definitely check them out if you uh, if you're in the area and find out if there's a cinema near you to definitely check out the film uh, it's absolutely worth seeing it on the big screen uh, if you haven't done so already and of course you can find all the news and updates uh, on our social media pages uh, which uh, which I might as well mention to you, you know, for with the podcast that we are on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, so if you uh, just search for Dark Crystal Podcast, and you should be able to find us on the top search results. And back before with the social media, so we are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast, as well as Twitter at Dark Crystal Pod and Instagram at Dark Crystal Podcast. And if you want to follow in the conversation of each of our episodes uh, that we do, we, we do have a Facebook group as well, which you can find that at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Dark Crystal Podcast. Though if you want, if you just did a search on Facebook for Dark Crystal Podcast listeners group, you should be able to find uh, the group that's dedicated to this podcast. And also, um, just as a reminder, that we are actually on Patreon as well. So if you um, wanted to be part of the Patreon uh, community uh, for the Dark Crystal podcast, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Dark Crystal podcast. And one of the many rewards that we do on offer, you get episodes of all our shows way in advance uh, compared to you know when it comes out on the iTunes um, podcast feed, uh, which is uh, very cool, and um, and yeah, we just you know, and of course we want to thank everyone who has uh, checked out the campaign and has and have pledged um, the support to the podcast as we're going to continue making more 
shows and it's it's just a very exciting time you know not only with trial by stone the dark crystal podcast but also our two other shows um with the gathering songs our round table discussion shows um which we've just started off doing uh re-releasing old episodes of trial by stone with the creation myths and also with shadows of the dark crystal and eventually we will get to uh new content uh with that particular podcast and actually, uh, you know, just to let you all know, we are still looking for um, for any uh, guests or any anyone that would be interested in uh, participating uh, in this new show with the Gathering Songs. So if you are interested, you can email us at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah, definitely that'd be uh, fantastic for any Dark Crystal fans that, you know, to tune in or even participate in. Uh, in the roundtable shows Um, and as well as there's another podcast that I actually uh, co-host with Jamie Prater which is called the Dark Crystal Minute Um, and that uh, on each episode we discuss about each minute of the film so it's a 93-95 episode series and um, we've already released sort of the introduction episode as well as the first going through the first minute of the Dark Crystal so, um, and that will all be on the, um, the podcast feeds that you all listening to, which is very, very exciting. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's go to our guest for this episode of Trial by Stone, Paul Francis. He is the creative director of Chronicle Collectibles. It's a, it's a company that specializes in statues, uh, prop replicas from franchises like Jurassic Park, uh, Ghostbusters, Robocop, and Flash Gordon, to name just a few. Uh, they recently announced, uh, about a couple months ago, a new license with the Jim Henson Company to produce collectibles from their properties on Labyrinth, and of course, the Dark Crystal. So I uh, just wanted to say, Paul, thank you so much for being on the show. Wow, well, thanks for having me. It's uh, I know there's a huge fan following for the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth and everything Jim Henson, and it's it's a pleasure to be here. We, we love speaking to fans who have an affinity for what we manufacture and what we make and we're we're fans and it's always great to meet guys like you who who basically carry the torch for these old films i think it's really cool yeah th- thank you so much and i guess yeah i mean first of all i have to say yeah congratulations on um on getting the the license uh from the jim henson company uh to be able to produce some of these um statues and props and probably a lot of things that um gonna be in your mind for uh for, for the future, you know, with, with your licenses, like with Labyrinth and, and the Dark Crystal, um, which is very exciting because I know sort of the merchandising for the Dark Crystal has been, you know, a bit scarce, you know, there hasn't, there, there wasn't, hasn't been too awful amount of, um, of merchandise. So it, it is great to see companies like yourself sort of, you know, taking, taking on board to, to produce some, something that I think fans will uh, definitely um, uh, love and enjoy um for sure well i appreciate that i mean we were we were kind of in the running with you know a few other companies and we really i I said it earlier on facebook that i like to travel roads that haven't been traveled before and with jurassic park there hadn't really been a licensee who took the reins and made high-end statuary who made maquette and prop replicas that were one-to-one nobody had really ever done that before there was another company in california called sideshow collectibles who had made one uh, Jurassic Park piece a few years ago, maybe like ten or fifteen years ago. So that 
really wasn't there. And, and even before Jurassic World came out, we had the license for this. So we weren't even banking on, you know, the success of Jurassic World. We just wanted the original films. And then, of course, when Jurassic World went on this huge, massive uh, thing, you know, it, it kind of reinvigorated the fans in wanting this. So I think with Dark Crystal being a new Netflix show in 2019, I think 2018 is kind of the ramp up. You're going to see a lot more, I think, Dark Crystal pieces coming. And to my knowledge, it's been like reaction figures and pop, Funko Pops and stuff like that. But yes, that's, yeah. and there's nothing against that. I mean, that oh, no, really, no. that creates a broad fan base in that people who don't even probably know what Dark Crystal is are out there buying their Funko Pops just because they need it for their collection. So yeah. <laughs> it you create those new viewers. I think the Steel Book that's coming out is going to be great. They're doing a 600 a theater launch for dark crystal through fathom events. So, mm. you know, it's, it's all coming back, you know, and we're going to have that eighties fun feel again. And, you know, growing up in that era where I grew up with star, I saw star Wars in the theater. I saw dark crystal in the theater. I had a cool grandmother and a cool father who would take us to anything that was art related or sci-fi. So I was kind of privileged in that respect as a kid. And, uh, you know, with dark crystal, when, we had the opportunity to go get it. I really did a lot of research on what had been done before, and there was nothing, like you said. Yeah, I mean, it uh, it is still a film to this day. That's yeah, unlike in any other film. You know, very first sort of live action um, puppetry, puppetry films, and yeah, the live action film. The first it was yeah, the first live action film without any um, human actors. Um, so it was an, an incredible feat of a film, and and yeah, like I mean, like you said, it, it is a very exciting time uh, in twenty eighteen. You know, even though we're, you know, we're all anticipating for Age of Resistance in 2019, uh, we've still got quite a few things to look forward to this year, um, especially with that uh, 4K uh, release and um, in March and, and, this, and the cinema screenings for it in, in February uh, through Fathom events. So it, it, is, um, it is a very exciting time to, um, to, uh, to be a fan of Dark Crystal and for people who are new to the Dark Crystal that... Now's probably the best ever time uh, to be into it. So, yeah. And I think the relationship that we've built with the Henson Company is is pretty strong. I mean, we we were working on this almost six months prior to us announcing the license um, because we actually wanted product shipping around the time that we made the announcement. And we do have product shipping uh, from our factories overseas right now to ThinkGeek, one of our main partners that we do a lot of products with. And we have dark crystal and elaborate piece that's going to be shipping to the states and i can say that the dark crystal piece that we're doing is a skexis and it's going to be sixty dollars it's one night scale it's about 18 inches tall on the base and it's going to melt people's brains it's going to be super fantastic the only downside is they ordered 2500 units so uh, okay. <laughs> you're yeah <gonna> <laughs> You're going to have to get to a, a Think Geek or a GameStop store and make sure you reserve one of those. And and in the Steel Book, when you get the Steel Book, we they Henson loved what we're doing so much. They gave us a full page insert that's going to come with the Steel Book advertising the one to one scale props and the Think Geek piece that'll be out uh, in February. Wow, that, that that is amazing. And um, yeah, it, it's great. Um, yeah, especially with the Jim Henson Company being able to uh to promote. Uh, your company and and the work that you do, you know, through through like the with the 4K releases, so that that um 
I think is yeah that that is uh, fantastic to hear. So you you mentioned that yeah the first thing that you're doing is the Skeksis. Um, is it safe to presume that that's the Chamberlain, or is it something you can't <laughs> reveal well, yet? <laughs> I say I think I think we would probably start with the most popular mm. of the Skeksis. Yeah. With um and in pretty much in an action pose. Yeah. So I can that and uh, you know with with doing this piece we we tapped. Uh, uh, our French artist Sean Dobbs did most of this piece. A lot of work was done by Dean Tolliver. Some of the cleanup work was done by T- Dean Tolliver, our in-house artist. And we worked closely with the Henson Company to get this one correct. We're mm. also doing a quarter-scale version of Chamberlain for Comic-Con this year. And we're physically, next Friday, going to the Henson Studios and scanning the original puppet that's at the uh, at the creature shop. Yeah. While we're there, we're also scanning the Mystic Staff and the Skeksis Scepter as well. So, I think those kind of pieces are are what we call the especially the one to one props. We call them kind of the low hanging fruit. You know, it's there. We can scan it. We can print it. We can paint it. We can put it out. But no one's ever had the ability to buy one to one prop from the Dark Crystal. So no, no. to me. To get to have a Skeksis scepter one to one sitting on my desk, I mean, yeah. to me, that's like a dream come true for me, you know. And and I want to keep that stuff affordable to where people can can buy it. And we're hoping through the powership of our partnership with ThinkGeek, they will take a certain amount of those. Which, you know, the more numbers we can add to the to the production, the lower the cost we can get. Yeah, now that that is awesome uh, to hear uh, about all that. I mean, like you know, thinking about all the collectibles with the Dark Crystal. I mean, some of my favorites have sort of been. Um, I mean, of course, you, react, you got your reaction and Funkos that I sort of enjoy, but the one I sort of enjoy like most, uh, some or the ones that are sort of uh, fan made as well. Um, I know, I think um, uh, Laszlo, who uh, uh, I think he uh, had that the Castle of the Crystal, I think that he that he made, um, you know, years ago. So it was like that's sort of like a sideshow toys kind of style sort of collectible. Um, and, um, and the replica of the, of the, of the crystal shard, um, which are just yeah, like, I yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned the castle, um, Henson did send us the CGI files for the castle. So yeah. we, that is a product that I want to make, uh, yeah. you know, not one-to-one because obviously it was massive in the film. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> having the original scan files from Henson company, uh, you know, when we print that, we could say, hey, you know, whatever scale we printed in, it's 100% true to the film because this came from production. And yeah, that's kind so, of our yeah. whole thing with Chronicle is it's like artist artifact art. We deal with the original artist or our studio, we get the actual artifact, and then we make art. You know, and yeah, even yeah. when we have to replicate something in scale, we still work with the original sculptors, the original developers, mm. and try to get it 100%. Yeah, and and sort of, I guess, like, I mean, you mentioned about you know being able to go doing all the scanning with the with the Skeksis head and and the Mystics um, head, etc. Uh, you know, based on uh, you know from from the original classic film, The Dark Crystal. So, is there challenges with with scanning um, like you know something that's old, you know, that's almost you know thirty five years compared to to in today's age? Um, uh, with doing the scanning process, like with characters, I think, I think the thing you get into is just deterioration and age, and everything kind of deteriorates over time. Um, if you, if people want to come to our Facebook page, our Chronicle Facebook page, we've posted a couple of videos 
uh, from Brian Henson's office. And then they have the original ornamentalist on display at the Charlie Chaplin Studios, the Henson Studios on, on Wilshire and or on La Brea. So there they have the original ornamentalist. And while he is in impeccable condition, he has cracks in the surface of his skin. He doesn't have the actor inside his body. So he's not full and, and big as he would have been, you know, on set. Yeah. But the fact that I will say one thing about Henson Studios and having worked in Hollywood and, you know, worked with a lot of prop makers and all these and then just archivists over the years. Henson was very smart in they saved almost everything. Yeah. So if, if they don't have it at the studio or at the creature shop, it's in a museum somewhere because they have museums all over the country that have their stuff in it. The big is the Puppetry Arts Museum in Atlanta, where we've been invited to go down there and scan like the door knockers from Labyrinth. And they have a couple of Skeksis there that we can go in and scan. And then in New York is the the old studio in New York for Henson is where they have the main archive. And we're going to be going up there within the next couple of weeks and checking out what they actually have in the archive there. So you mentioned the crystal shard. We, we actually have a copy of the, the original crystal shard coming to us. Um, so that we're, we're actually going to do a one-to-one little crystal shard. So um, I think that'll be cool. Yeah. I think it'll be awesome. Um, yeah. Just, just having, um, just knowing that um, the things that you produce, um, you know, you know, they're, they're straight from the source um so which is which is great yeah and if they're not we're working with the art team at henson so you know a uh, big shout out to hannah and uh, jim formanak who is our our main lead over there and our contact and he has just been so awesome he's also a huge fan of this stuff as well because we all grew up with it and i think jim's passion is kind of like mine we, we get in the same room and it's like, okay, how much stuff can we get done in one scan day? How much, when, when can we get this out? When is that coming out? And it's just, it's been kind of crazy. And, you know, eventually I want to have like Brian sign something, Brian Henson actually sign something for, for, you know, the pieces that we do and maybe something that has a lot of affinity for him. When we went out there, he kept mystic staff close to his desk in his office so I'm hoping that might that might be the piece that I can motivate him to sign for us, or maybe even do a Facebook live when we're out there with Brian. And and we haven't gotten to meet him yet. He's been kind of out of the office when we've been there. But um, the whole staff of of Henson Studios has just welcomed us. They've been extremely generous, you know, in all the assets and everything. So I have nothing but great. It, it it's going to be a great partnership. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and just like the potential of, of a lot of things that you can do w- with the Dark Crystal. I mean, not only for the film, but also, I mean, yeah, with the potential, with the future, um, you know, of the franchise in a way with um, the Netflix series, with the um, Age of Resistance. So that must be pretty exciting that the fact that, um, you know, you can um, uh, do, you know, the potential to do statues and figures of of these brand new characters uh, for the show uh, must be pretty exciting as well. So I don't want people to think that we have age of resistance on our license just yet. I think what's going to happen is that license is going to be granted the closer to 2019. But what Henson wants us to be is steeped in dark crystal and labyrinth by that time that they'll just go ahead and we will be the license store for that. 
be my desire. I make no promises that that's actually going <laughs> to Netflix yeah. is Netflix owns their own thing. They're doing their of own course, thing. Yeah. So they have their own licensors. So there's no guarantees. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Just, just sort of a thought that sort of, yeah. Um, but, but that's cool. I do a, yeah. You know, my feeling is if I do a great job, they love what we're doing. It's just a natural thing that they'll give us the license for that, you know, and, and don't let me steer you wrong. Henson definitely will be making the decision on that, you know, but mm. it, at the end of the day, it's a Netflix series and they're paying the bills, you know? So, yes, yeah. but, uh, one of the things we did, we did get invited to go to the set uh, over in England, and I think we're going to take them up on that this year. I really want to go, and I want to see the sets and, yeah. <laughs> you know, shoot a Facebook Live from the set of Dark Crystal. You know, that, <laughs> would, be, that would be insane, right? And it I, would be, yeah. Yep. I, I can't, I, you know, I talked to my partner the other day, Clay Brown, and I just said, you know, we, we can't miss this opportunity. We've got to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if they send you the invite, yeah, it's sort of, it's almost a must, you know, you just got to go. <laughs> just, you just got to suck it up, you got to pay the money, and you got to go, because to me, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You know, I look at all the old photos, you know, the the new Dark Crystal book that just came out from Henson, uh, which is available on Amazon now, it's, it's an amazing book, but you see all those set photos, and everybody getting to be on set, work on that, and I've having come from the industry where I've been on set and I've dressed actors and cost costumes, it, it's an amazing thing. And, and, you know, with something as big of a production as a Henson dark crystal series. Yeah. I want to be a part of that. I want to go see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that book was, um, yeah. And the book is called the ultimate visual history. And, um, actually I think, um, uh, quite a few episodes ago, I, um, had the opportunity to chat with the author Cassine, uh, gains about the book and um that was a, a great time that i had uh uh chatting to him about the dark crystal the ultimate visual history so for our listeners that wanted to try and uh backtrack to on you know finding the show episode on itunes and stitcher um that you'd be able to, to find that particular episode um yeah yeah so it's just it's it's just yeah very awesome with everything that's happening with uh, with yourself and with the dark crystal it's yeah just a very exciting time and and so i mean you, you mentioned about how how you sort of discovered the dark crystal you saw it in in the in the film in the, you know in the big screen and um and so i guess i actually wanted to ask what what was your sort of your favorite moment from the film i, I think as a kid you know because I, I think when did that come out that was i think in December 1982, I think, yeah, when when it yeah came out, yeah, would have been about let's see, let's see, I was twelve or thirteen, mm -hmm. so I yeah. was already, you know, riding bikes and skateboarding, and you know, I was, I was, I don't think I was playing with you know action figures as much anymore, but I just remember you know going to you know my grandmother would get me out of school, and we would go to matinees on like Fridays, and I told her I wanted to go see the Dark Crystal because it was. You know, Muppets. I just saw it as a Muppet film. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, we went, we, we went to the theater and it was packed. And I just remember it was in our little town. And, you know, there were like two theaters, you know, like one <laughs> would show something and the other one would show something else. And, and, you know, we watched The Dark Crystal and came out. And I was absolutely terrified by the mm. Gartham in the film. Yeah. And these big beetle guys just scared the living hell out of me. Even as like a 13 year old, it was kind of like, these guys are terrifying, and I think that's kind of my favorite. Chamberlain, of course, is cool, and the Mystics are cool, and yeah. everybody 
So, you know, if I had to pick like maybe one or two, it'd probably be Fizzgig and the Garthams because the they were just terrifying. You know, they're yeah. so big and cool. So I actually want to make a Gartham statue as one of the pieces in our line. Yeah, that, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And the Fizzgig one would be kind of cool as well. Um, like a one-by-one one Fizzgig. <laughs> uh, I can pretty much say officially he's in the works already. So Okay, uh, cool. Nice, yeah. And uh, it's it's going to be a really cool piece. Little fizz gig's going to be a cool piece. I had no idea you had four hands and a tail. You know, it was yeah. it's one of those things where we started getting the reference from Henson Studios, and they're like, they're like, and I'm looking at him like he has. I knew he had front feet, you know, like little claws, and but he actually has back legs and he has like a tail. But I didn't really know it was sculpted or on the piece until we started getting all the reference, and I was like, oh, that's cool. He's got little back feet, you know. Yeah. So yeah. there's things like just kind of like oh okay you know you know you just thought i thought he was bipedal maybe he just had mm. two feet you know yeah and, but no he's got it's four got little pulled. legs there. but it's it's cute you know it's it is, yeah he was one of those you either love him or you hate him kind of characters you know but i mm. thought he was great yeah he was that... always pissed off and he, he always didn't be wherever he was at you know so yeah i thought he was but yeah, I would I would keep an eye out for that one. We we have that that's coming down the pike for sure. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and so like sort of that that scene with um Fizzgig sort of you know doing the jump scare in um at Jen and uh, <laughs> um <laughs> which is probably one of the almost one of the best jump scares because every time I watch it, I still can't predict like the exact moment sort of that he's going to jump out. Um, <laughs> It's such a, yeah, yeah, such, such a fun, fun moment, um, uh, from the film. I kind of like Ugra character too, you know, I think she's really a great character. She's got a lot of, you know, just the sculpture on her was amazing and she's really a great character too. But I mean, you know, everybody either likes the mystics or the Skeksis, but yeah, for me, it's a Garth. I think they're just creepy and cool, you know, and they don't say anything, which is really even creepier, just big drones, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, they're 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 a scary bunch. Um, yeah, running when they're and, running and the towards. Thing that yeah, love, the one thing that doesn't get a lot of love in that film are the uh, when the mystic and the skeksis combine and they become the ethereal mm. creatures. Yeah, the, the light skeks, Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's something I want to look at doing in a statue of some kind. We we do a lot of night scale figures mm-hmm. and i think in the night scale world i can work that character in yeah gotcha yeah so i think that's if you're a if you're a fan of dark crystal and you've always been longing for that one thing well be patient i might get to it eventually yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no that, that's awesome yeah and i can imagine i know like people that you know if you with, with the gotham sort of statues and you know, be tempted to sort of buy a bunch of them to sort of make like a little, di- almost like a diorama, um, you know, having them and the Landstriders and yeah, yeah. So it's, um, put the Gartham in a, in a dio pose, you know, maybe yeah. with a jet or something on the base, you know, in scale and, and just do like a little diorama with that one. Cause I think it's so cool. And, and so, um, I guess I'll, we'll, you know, we'll chat about, about, you know, your company, uh, Chronicle Collectibles, and so I was actually just um, wanted to know, like, how did it all start for you to um, to do this company that specializes in, you know, props and 
and uh, statues, you know, for these, um, you know, licensees. Um. Yeah, so about four years ago, I was dealing with my partner, Clay Brown, and he was a collector of movie memorabilia at the time, and he basically was hiring me to go out and find memorabilia for his collection. And I would go out and find, you know, the costume from Armageddon, the space shuttle from Armageddon, you know, uh, an original Cylon from Galactica. And I would find these things and we would procure them and bring them back to Texas. And he has a museum, which I'm sitting in right now. Uh, I know you can kind of maybe see some of the stuff in the background, but we, we, we have a big 3,000 square foot museum here in Texas, which houses most of his collection. And I just basically asked him one day, I'm like, Hey, you know, I've been making products for 20 years from everything from Terminator to Ghostbusters. And I said, why don't we start a business, you know, where we make props and replicas and that kind of thing. And he was like, Oh yeah, well we should look into that. So we got a couple other guys from his, his field and we, the four of us started Chronicle Collectibles and, and four years later, we're still, we're still here and going strong, you know. So we we started out very small. We we got the the licensed RoboCop, which you know when you're a company just starting out, it's hard to get the rights to anything and to be able to do anything. So we we had to get RoboCop, and then we said, well, now we need somebody to give us legitimacy. So we got with Phil Tippett, um, who's a very famous puppeteer, and he came on board as our first legacy member, and he signed stuff and did videos for us and, and built our, our first products. So that kind of gave us the legitimacy and the rollout. And then of course the first two products being Kane and Ed 209 really made a big splash on the market. And people were like instantly like, okay, these guys have arrived, you know? And then of course we've done a lot of stuff in between, but then when we did Jurassic and we had great success with Terminator Genesis and, and Jurassic park and, you know, doing the Henson stuff, you know, I think it's, it's just those natural progressions where you, you know, we started out very small. We didn't, we didn't know anybody. We didn't have any big licenses, but, um, you know, it takes a while to build that brand. And I think we've done a pretty good job doing that. Yeah. And, no, I think you certainly are. And just based on, you know, I mean, cause I, I hadn't heard of you guys till yeah, probably, yeah. When, when it was announced about, um, the Jim Henson, uh, announcement, um, that, and so I had a look at your website and, and just, yeah, I mean, um, all your work is yeah really impressive with all your um, licensees and um, so yeah so I'm I'm very excited to uh, to see what uh, will come out you know for the Dark Crystal especially um, so no it's just very exciting times but I just want to say um, you know thank you so much for being on the episode of Trial by Stone uh, how can listeners be able to find out more about uh, Chronicle uh, Collectibles. So with Chronicle Collectibles, you could go to chroniclecollectibles.com or you can look us up on Facebook at Chronicle Collectibles. We're on Instagram and, and all of the social media that's out there. Uh, mostly just chroniclecollectibles.com and you can find all the links to everything else. Uh, Facebook, we're very active on there. We do a Facebook Live every Friday where we update the fans on what we're doing. We do a lot of behind-the-scenes photos. And as we start getting into the hints and pieces, we, since we're a partner with Think Geek, we can't actually show anything yet because we don't want to ruin their surprise. Of course, yeah. So um, as soon as we have the ability to show the products that we're making from Dark Crystal and Labyrinth uh, to the fans, we will, we will definitely make those available to you guys. So, yeah, that's, 
you know, we, I, we appreciate being on, you know, the trial by stone and we're, we're very pleased to have fans like you that appreciate companies like us taking something like this on. And I can promise you one thing. I'm a fan. I love this stuff. I'm not some corporate guy. So whatever I make is going to be what you saw on screen. And we're going to try to make it as affordable as possible for everybody. Cool. Awesome. All right, cool. Um, yeah, no, th- thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. We appreciate it. Thank you. You already taken too long, Delfling. Hurry. At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls. To the crystal chamber. that's all the time i have for this episode of trial by stone if you'd like to get in contact with the show you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast we also have a facebook group page called the dark crystal podcast listeners group just search for us on facebook you can check us out on twitter at darkcrystalpod we're also on instagram at darkcrystalpodcast We also have a Patreon campaign happening with the podcast. You can check that out at patreon.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. And if you can give us a review on Facebook or on iTunes, that'd be greatly appreciated. I hope you all enjoyed the show and come back next time for more Trial by Stone.